Hello, this is Angela, and welcome to the third episode of Chicago Gun Violence Survivors Speak Out. Um, again, if you want to add us, look up our page on Facebook, just type in the search bar, Chicago Gun Violence Survivors Speak Out. Well, this is not going to be a long talk, but I am going to be talking about uh, some stats that I found out this morning as I was watching the news. I heard that Chicago has had more shootings so far this year than Los Angeles and the state of New York combined. What the heck is going on here? I don't know. Uh, there's something going on that all these guns are getting out on the streets, killing innocent people. Also, I heard on the news that a man was shot and killed in front of an elementary school. What the heck is going on here? People are showing no regard for human lives by shooting someone in, a, in what we would consider a safe place. How depraved is our society? I don't know. I have no idea how these people can continue just acting like this. There's something going on here. I'm going to tell you a little bit of a, uh, you'd probably say it's far-fetched, conspiracy, crazy, theorist idea. But I know a lot of people, and I've had personal experience with someone, um, I, I'm going to watch my words very carefully, because someone I know ended up having a mental break due to the fact that they were smoking marijuana that was laced with um, prescription strength drugs like Ritalin. Ritalin has a tendency to create addictive behavior. You know, that's, so, that's something that they like to lace the marijuana with, the drug dealers, to keep you coming back because it does produce addictive behavior. Um, so that's what happens, but anyway, there are other ways that um, people are mixing other things. They're mixing fentanyl, which are causing a lot of overdoses, Ritalin, again, um, just very hard Poor drug prescription strength that only doctors and anesthesiologists and chemists and pharmacists who know what they're doing can handle. But we've got people out there who are not doctors or pharmacists or chemists or, you know, any of those people who are licensed to have access to these kind of drugs. They're just saying, okay, let's go ahead and mix this stuff up together, make a cocktail, mix it in our marijuana, and we'll get it out there. So they do that. And the people who keep coming back to them are getting what they call a bad batch of weed. What this thing does is it messes up the brain so much that these people come out with really far-fetched, crazy things, you know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that people got to watch it. 
Yeah, if you're going to buy your weed, let me tell you something. Mm -mm. I, I think, I honestly, honestly, in my heart of hearts think that if you were to catch a suspect who supposedly, an offender who shot someone, if you catch them, I really want to ask you to go have them checked. See the level of drug that they have, if they do have them. Because I can probably guarantee that you will find some of these drugs in their system. Just do that panel, run it. Check their check their blood, check their urine, see what they have traces of in their body. And some of this can probably cause um, violent behavior due to the fact that it's having such an effect on their brain. I don't know. I mean, the human condition isn't great. But when you're having no regard to who you shoot or where you shoot them, and you probably do the same thing the next day, there's something going on here. There really is. I think if they were to check these offenders right away, I bet they would find some trace of fentanyl or an opiate of some sort or Ritalin, stuff that you know you cannot take, that you can only take in, as a prescription drug or, you know, something that's controlled. But when you mix these things together, you're not a doctor, you're not a pharmacist, you're not a chemist, you're none of those. You're just saying, let's get a cocktail made and get it out there. And here we go. So, combine bad weed with an overabundance of illegal firearms, I think you have yourself the combination that I'm talking of right now. People dying, people getting shot, just a lot of problems within our society. The praise minds, the praise hearts is what I see. So, I don't know, there's something going on here and it needs to stop. This is wrong. But anyways, um, I do not know what is causing it. So, I would like to appeal to someone out there who goes out there and shoots people. I want to know what goes through your mind. I really want to know what goes through the mind of the offender who shoots people. If you are brave enough and you want to keep your anonymity, that's fine. Go ahead and do it. I would really like to know if you can answer the question. Why do you go out and shoot people? See, you notice that I pivot from okay, the guns to the people. Because, yes, they're getting these guns. Yes, they're going out and shooting people. Yes, this is something that has to be addressed and it has to be stopped. But, when you have a widespread issue like this, you got to think about it. You have to consider every angle. So you have to think of what's involved with shootings, 
I also hear when I'm listening to the police scanner that people are being shot and going to the hospital and they're being uncooperative with the police. Now I want to know why are they being uncooperative with the police? Especially if someone from a rival gang is shooting you? Don't you want them to be busted? Or do you want to keep them on the street so that way when you get out the hospital, they can do it again and probably finish the job? That makes no sense to me. I, when I got shot, I looked, I looked, I went to the hospital within a couple days, looked at the mug shots. I thought I found him, but the guy that I was with, I'm, and I will talk about my getting shot in the next podcast, not this one, the next one. And, um, I just wonder, why did they shoot me? Not only who, I figured out who it was. It was the guy who was with me, who was my boyfriend at the time, that found, that identified him. His name was Bob something. I don't remember everything because um, it's been a long time and I haven't really followed my case. So, I think I will be... uh, paying a visit to the Belmont and Western Police Department to see if I can find anything in my case. I would like to look at my file, just see what's going on. But when I hear about the shooting, person shot, uncooperative, documented gang members, you know, stuff like that, I get to thinking, you know, there is a code of silence out there. And when it comes to victims of rival gangs, there's a code of silence between them. It's like someone you consider your enemy, you're still defending them because you're not cooperating with the police. I don't know. That just doesn't sound right to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but it's what's happening out there and the powers that be here in Chicago do not discuss this stuff they rather just sit there and blame guns, 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 guns yes we have to stop the hemorrhaging of illegal guns into our streets where are they coming from are you getting enough people out there under um, undercover how about your informants. What's going on? How come no one is helping with that? Why are you here if you are not helping us figure out how these guns are making it to our streets into the hands of possibly mentally um, impaired people because they're taking drugs that are laced with so much junk that it affects their judgment. I mean, come on. Not, we have to stop scratching the surface. We need to get down there, get our hands dirty, get to the nitty gritty and find out, number one, what is making all these guns come onto our streets. How are they getting here? Who's transporting them? Who is um, making these deals? You know, I would suggest follow the money. The next thing I would like to know is what is law enforcement's... Um, strategy in combating this how what are you doing to save the lives of the innocent 
you know, there are some people, especially those who are not cooperating, yeah, they're probably bad people and everything, but something needs to happen, you know? I mean, it's, it's as bad as Iraq out there. It's very scary to be in the neighborhood there, you know? Is the FBI involved in these? You know, there, there's so much going on out there. But I truly think that someone is covering for someone else. There is a reason why all this is happening. I don't want to blame, you know, the stop and frisk movement that's been stopped. I don't care. I mean, I still see people getting stopped, but there's something going on because it's just scratching the surface. We're not getting out there, getting deep into there. Get someone to profile these people. Find out why they do what they do. As well as suppliers. Follow the money. It's not hard. I'm sure you can do that. If you've done enough investigation, follow the money. Use a little bit of money. Even to get the serial numbers, filed off serial numbers off of a couple of firearms, trace down those serial numbers, and then find out who they belong to. Also, I would say to people who make guns, to put serial numbers in other areas where they can't be easily filed off. Or, you know, even in the barrel. If they put it in the barrel, I'm sure that they would be able to... Uh, um, put the serial number in there. You could probably get something from there, you know? I mean, come on. It's not really hard, but, you know, like I said, if we can if we can track stolen items in pawn shops and stuff, we can do the same with guns. Let's see how we can take care of it. I know I'm rambling, but the thing is, I've had 25 years to mull this over in my mind and finally see what is making me tick. I've never found something in my life that I'm so passionate about until I started listening to the CPV scanner and always hearing person shot. And it really, really bothers me when I hear juvenile shot. There was a 15-year-old shot the other day in the back. He's a little older than my son. Shot in the back. He was critical. God... We need you to come, and we need you to intervene on our behalf. Thank you.